Hey guys, welcome back to Intro Avenue. We got Alma Murillo. Robert McGowan. And Caleb. Hi. Caleb today. Caleb, the homie. Um, the recommended brain. that we would Cameraman. read the Kaibalian. And then we did. And then we did a whole episode about it. Yeah. It was wonderful. I really liked that book. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I like to call it like a hermetic Bible. Oh, well, I mean, that's kind of what it's called. But what's kind of interesting is if you go on at least Reddit. Uh, or, like, other people who are super-duper into it, they kind of really dislike the Kaibalian. Yeah? Yeah. Um, they find it to be, like, sort of, like, a fake version of Hermeticism. But, like, other people see, like, the value in it as, like, an introductory sort of thing into, like, the whole philosophy. I mean, it... Because it's, like, like we, we did the meditation video a long time ago, mm -hmm. and I've spent a lot of time meditating. And, like, those, like, the All Mind, like, the As Above, So Below, like, those are... You meditate enough, it's really easy to read the Kaibalian and be like, yeah, this is all really true. Like, this is, this is like, yeah, maybe it was written by, like, the three brothers, hashtag not three people, hashtag one dude. <laughs> but, like, that, like, aside is, like, if you just take what you're reading for what you're reading and you've experienced similar stuff to what I've experienced, you're like, whoever wrote this, whether it was three kooks or one kook, like, kind of knew what they were talking about. And, like, that's how I feel, like, reading a bunch of, like, stuff. Because, I mean, what did we do? We, we were looking at, we were doing a little bit of research before this episode. Yeah. Talking about, like, how the tablets were, like, there's all kinds of stuff, like, 1,200 years ago that was, like, yeah, these were uh, translated. I just, uh, I can't find, like, the, the original document. And it's, it's just, like, okay. But, like, where's the original document? Yeah. It doesn't really exist anymore. Yeah, it's like probably been smashed to pieces and obliterated, um, which is lame. Um, <laughs> because you would want, you know, the the words from the horse's mouth, so to speak. Um, but like, you can't get anything like that. And I do think if stuff gets found like that, um, if it is super powerful, powerful people don't like everybody knowing that shit. Mm. You know, it's like they talked about that in the Kaibalian. It was the yeah. like the meat for Men. men and the milk for babes, but like the people on top want everyone to be babes because babes are easier to control and easier to like send to a nine to five and like pay taxes and stuff. That's true. So, like, if everybody started waking up and looking at everything like all the time, like what's going on, there'd probably be a huge, like, life changing change to the system. I'm just thinking about the Unabomber. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's <laughs> what happens. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, it's the Unabomber. Uh, and he, he's not a great... I mean, he was just like, all technology needs to go. And I'm going to live out in the woods with no tech, and then I'm going to come out of the woods to bomb people with tech. Yeah, he, he would uh, mail bombs to, like, universities. Okay. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the only reason why they ended up finding him is because they had, like, his manifesto published in a n newspaper, and his brother and, and like sister-in-law recognized the handwriting they're like that's that's him that's my brother that sucks bro when you'd be like oh, yeah, doing something so fucked up that like your family has to be like telling the police on you yeah. uh yeah i mean like this i've i listened to a podcast called necronompa that just talks about all kinds of shit like waco and different cults and blah 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 and it's just like people who just like to give people just a little bit of information that their whole fucking existence can be thrown at. And then they're just like, they, as long as they don't have to ask questions or whenever they ask a question, they're just like, 
don't worry about it. It's going to be okay. Are, is the channel that you're talking about Wendigoon? The one I listen to is Necronomapod okay. on Spotify. Okay, sorry. It's like I three not, guys drinking. Um, it's so fun. <laughs> man, you mentioned Waco. I, I watched like that whole, a whole video on that. It's just a really messed up situation of like... Yeah, because it didn't need to escalate to that level. Wait, I don't know but, what that is. Okay. He probably got a better mm. explanation than I do. So I, I forget the actual like government entity. They're the ones who like go around and actually like repossess firearms and uh, investigate um, any illegal activities. The NRA? No, no, the NRA is the not the Alcohol, different. Tobacco, and Firearms Association. Yes, the ATF. Yeah, the ATF. Um, and they were investigating um, Waco. Waco cult. Uh, and it was basically run by this one guy who thought he was like an actual prophet. And like there were a bunch of like shady goings on for how he became like the leader of the community itself. Like, uh, one of his friends, he ended up, like, kicking him out, and I believe killing him later, I if I remember correctly. Uh, and then possibly sexually assaulted kids, too. Uh, and I had, mean, like, multiple leaders, bro. Had, like, multiple wives and stuff, but... Cult leaders. Probably everybody It was never was. actually proven that he, like, did anything to yeah. kids, but he probably did. Yeah, um, there's good cause, probable cause. But the ATF began investigating it because they loved guns and they would produce them, and that's how they made their money, is by, like, selling and trading weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they had a huge stash of firearms that they never mm-hmm. did anything with. Big stockpile like, of weapons. they never did anything with it. Yeah, this, um, I mean, like, they weren't even, like, I don't remember them, like, training with them. No. Like, it wasn't like they were, like, on a firing range, like, training soldiers or anything. I just had a fuck ton of guns. <laughs> and, and basically the ATF was like, oh, you're abusing kids. And they kind of prove it. And they're like, okay, yeah, so well, why is the ATF investigating this? This has nothing to do with you. And it was like at a time where they were really, really low on public opinion. Yeah. I can't exactly remember that was why. Some other thing that was just like Waco. It was like some dude. I think it was like some other dude. Probably. I think it was a bomber. Might have been the Unabomber. Um, that they just went to his house out in the middle of the woods and it, got, it ended up in, like, some giant firefight. Um, yeah. And, like, people in the building are getting shot. People oh, out of the building are getting shot. And it's, like, it was one of those things where it's, like, why did it have to get to that point? Why did it escalate? If so it much? makes you feel better, Waco didn't end with people getting shot. It actually ended with... Didn't know. The entire... get driven uh, through the wall or at some point? Um. So, at one point, oh they God. were using psychological warfare, and they were playing, like... Weird the, ass yeah, sounds. they were doing like, like FBI like torture things. Playing, uh, like, yeah, they were playing like dolphin sounds, babies crying, and like sirens party, and girl. like gunfire. And then they told the media that they weren't <laughs> using psychological warfare. Yeah, well, I don't know. why wouldn't they? But uh, it it basically escalates with um the the main dude not wanting to leave after he said that he would leave because he has one more revelation from God and then he would uh, go out there. He didn't end up doing it. And they're like, oh, well, I guess we're going to do something because they're going to come out now. And they end up putting a really, really flammable gas in there. Yeah. Or the gas was already present. Can't exactly remember. Yeah, it was like straight and up gasoline. And it somehow caught flames and the entire building was Just like the whole cult burned. burned oh, my Which God. also include, included like women and children. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. That's not Damn, I didn't even know that was like, I never even heard of that. Yeah, it's because it's a yeah, big shit go. stain on the reputation of the American government. 
Well, they don't have those. <laughs> the American government. Oh, and this was one. like under Clinton too. <laughs> that wasn't that long <laughs> ago. That was not that long ago. Yeah. No. Yeah. This. I mean, it's just um. The absolute power corrupts absolutely is something that, like, I have not had absolute power. But I feel like I wouldn't be corrupted by it. Okay. Have you ever played Hearts of Iron? Hearts of what? Hearts of Iron. No. It's like a World War II, like, grand battle, like, simulator, like, Crusader Kings. Mm -hmm. If you've ever heard of that, or Europa Universalis. Yeah, if you ever play that game, you'll understand the... Corruption of it? Yeah. Gets to that point. Yeah, I mean, well, like, I mean, when you play Japan, and then you take over China, you just want more. Yeah, yeah. that's what. Happened. Yeah. That I mean, like that's, that is that's. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like what Genghis Khan thought he was the god ruler of the world, so he just went around taking everything. And Genghis Khan, to his people, was beloved. Really? Genghis Khan, his people loved him, bro. They saw him as a god. Like, Genghis Khan's people was like, this guy is the dude. He's the rightful ruler of Earth. Like, the whole Earth. Not just the places we know, like, everything. Um, yeah, Genghis Khan go hard, bro. Because it's like, he was a vicious fucking murderer who sent Mongols to, like, send grappling hooks over the Great Wall of China. But then, like, once they were all, like, cool, he was super cool. <laughs> he didn't seem like he took... When he... Because it's he like... like he used his power to go get more power, but then, like, when he was in, like, a chill spot, he was just chilling. I mean, it didn't seem like... I, I don't... I don't... Genghis Khan... Uh, half care. a percent of the men on Earth are related to Genghis Khan. So, like, that level of rape is unjustifiable. I... I fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that being said, like, not the worst leader for his people. Just one of the worst people to come try and lead you if he wasn't already in charge. Don't fuck with Genghis Khan. Yeah. That's um, so weird that, like, you can just be walking down the street and just, like, you're literally yeah. related. I mean, like, how many people do you think in the Tesla factory are related to Genghis Khan? Dude. Dude, yeah. that's weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. There's fast. more than one, bro. I mean, a similar thing happened in Britain when, uh, like... Yeah, it was mainly Denmark, because Denmark owned most of Britain at one point. Like, almost all of Britain has Danish or Scandinavian DNA in it now. Like, except for Ireland, I believe. I think the common ancestor for people with blue eyes was, like, 1,500 years ago. Why are y'all looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> blue eyes are a malmutation from incest. Yeah, That's it's mainly like Central Europe that has. Well, Europe is there. Well, uh, the Mediterranean. Incest. Any like civilization that was around the Mediterranean tended to have light eyes. I mean, you don't. Why would you? Light eyes aren't like a boon in bright areas. They suck. <laughs> like they're great for the night, I guess. I don't know. They look weird to me. You let more light in. Um. So, I, I don't know. We, the Kabbalah was great. The hermetic stuff was great. As well, so great. I like meditating a lot. Um, who what was it behind you? What was the name of that dude? Scroll up to the top. Because that was, I think, the guy who wrote the, the Kabbalah. William Walker Atkinson. Atkinson. I've heard that last name. Yeah, I had a Josh Atkinson in high school that I was kind of friends with. The guy a science teacher. 
Yeah, but, um, yeah, I mean, like, so what, what was he? He was, like, a guy who was really popularizing, like, a bunch of occult stuff. It, in, in like, the modern the, century. Yeah. It was kind of, like, if you were how kind of we are hippies in our era, uh, he was, like, I guess that Alan... I guess Alan Watts would probably I be, like, a good comparison for a guy like that. Some guy who is kind of just taking these old ideas and making them in a way that, like, new people can ingest them. Okay. Um, and, like, there's a problem with, like, teaching. Like, if you don't, you don't teach kindergartners complex physics problems until they understand basic math. Mm -hmm. And trying to show them, like, variables and, like, complex physics problems before they understand, like, the fundamentals could literally frustrate them so much that they give up on the whole thing. They're like, I'm not even gonna, I, this is so confusing, I don't even want to take the time to learn the basics. It's such a demoralizing yeah. feeling. Like, just feeling like you're looking at Greek while you're, um, so you kind of have to, like, hold the hand and not show too many steps ahead and be like, hey, this. Like, when you see the, I've talked to you before, like, when we started the podcast, is, like, the, the children's, children's solar, solar system, system is, like, the sun is big. The planets are smaller. Jupiter's pretty big. But, like, the scale and just the distance and the size of all those things is so off. Yeah, inaccurate. It's so inaccurate because if the sun was accurate, it'd be fucking huge. Yeah. And you could lose every single planet in that. If Jupiter was accurate, it would be big enough to lose Earth in it. Yeah. Like, but none of that is displayed on a child's solar system. Yeah. But nobody's going around screaming, that's inaccurate. Why are we teaching our children this? Because it is accurate enough that you can kind of lay that groundwork and then be like, actually, Jupiter's so big, you could lose Earth in a storm on the planet. And the sun's so big, you could lose Jupiter in the sun. And like, you don't see that in children's solar systems. Yeah. So it's like kind of what you're saying about the Kaibalian is like how people who are like more advanced don't like it. It's like an astrophysicist saying he doesn't like a kid's solar system. It, it's like it's not for you <laughs> it's almost like a, okay. a poser kind of complex like a, so if you talk about nirvana most people will be like oh you're wearing a nirvana shirt name one nirvana song that is uh, like, right it smells like, it like teen, teen spirit uh, i just tell him it's a movie <laughs> unironically i would just say moist vagina every single time because yeah. uh most of the time people don't listen to b-sides anyways so it's a really good b-side it's actually about joints <laughs> Which makes sense. But he did have a weird obsession with vaginas. Yeah, he did. Weird and, one? And his girlfriend. Yeah. Like his ex-girlfriend. He had pictures of infected vaginas in his apartment. He had some blue waffle pictures. And, and like his art. His art, yeah. His art was cool. His doodles and shit. He had a few of his album covers. Yeah, and Sesticide was the yeah, first one to have it. Yeah, that's such a good album, dude. That's one of my favorites. It's just a compilation, which is funny, but it all fits so well. It, there's yeah. like a lot of covers on there by... Um, It's a band that was really popular in the 80s, and they were, they would wear cones on their head. The Coneheads. No. No, that was a terrible TV show. <laughs> I thought it was a movie. <laughs> it was a movie and a TV show. Yeah. No, but it, it's just to make it digestible, is yeah. what you're saying. And in order to understand the sentence, you have to define the terms. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, try reading a sentence without knowing what the words in it mean. Yeah, I mean, like, I think therefore I am is actually kind of a confusing statement. Well, it's like the only provable thing. Where are you going with this? <laughs> you can be a brain in a jar. Uh-huh. With just chemicals pumping in and out of you all the time. Um, but even if you were a brain in a jar, you'd still think. Like the, the scientists from the think tank and Big MT and Fall New Vegas. 
Oh yeah, those are. <laughs> it was not like, getting to you this? at first. You got it though. Yeah, but you go crazy. Yeah, that was that was that was, that was a Fallout New Vegas is such a good game, bro. And the add-ons are good. Any Bethesda game except Fallout Four has immense replay value. Uh, Fallout seventy six, not good. It's just that was like disappointing for a video game. To like, what in what world did they think not having NPCs? Would be a good idea. Before we go on too big of a tangent, have you ever heard of Pathologic? Sounds like a video game. I think I've probably game. seen it on like my Steam library, but like money. It's one of the most interesting game experiences that you'll ever have, and it's meant to be like not fun. Did you see? Did you ever play Doki Doki Literature Club? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that game was fucking. Fire. That was like high school. I didn't I mean, even. I played it with like all of my friends. There was also. I played it late at night. Some myself. other game where like you go on a date with this girl in Portugal and she like murders everyone in the park, right. and then you, and that's the game. I like it. I'll play it. Yep. Yeah. Sounds good. That's Got and, my money. And you do like a little treasure hunt trying to find her, and she just. She's just stabbing people. Yeah, she just offs you, and that, that's thats the twist. That's rough, buddy. Doki Doki had a that, decent I, twist. I had a feeling that Brie was going to do that to me at one point. Just kill you? Just fucking off my ass. Yeah, I thought about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Um, I'm trying not to like live in fear now, start shaking instantly, like, uncontrollable. Sounds Terror. like a problem. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, I can understand why people wouldn't like the Kaibalian, but it's like... No, all beliefs are true. Like the opposite of everything is also true. Like that's kind of like what the Kabbalion saying is. Like everything I'm saying in this is also bullshit, because it's like there is like uh, the opposite of true is false, and there's just this like, degree in between them. Yeah, everything's um, just a varying degree of yeah. itself. So it's like to look at it and just be like, oh, it's some stupid made up bullshit. Is like you just did. I mean, like look at some of it. And then throw the rest of it away. It's like you don't need to look at a, a children's solar system and think that's the scale of the universe. Um, and then get mad that that's how they're scaling the universe in the solar system. Like, bro, I get hella mad if I look at some Rubik's Cube clothes. And they've got, like, two colored same centers. Because there's, like, six center pieces on a Rubik's Cube and they're all different colors. So there's, like, a white one, a yellow one, a green one, a red one, a blue one, and an orange one. So if I see two centers that are the same color on some Rubik's clothing, I start freaking out. I'm like, there would never, never mm. on a fucking Rubik's Cube be two centers. But like everybody who looks at it is just like, yeah, it's a Rubik's Cube. It makes sense. I'm like, no, that's unacceptable. <laughs> it sounds like uh, me when other people say like the other day. I hate it when people do that because it's so yesterday, nonspecific. The day before yesterday, like a week ago. The other day. Yeah, but it doesn't mean anything. The other day could mean so many things. Yeah, that's... If you're Robert, it could be four months ago. Yeah, and that's what my dad would do. (laughs) He has no sense of time. (laughs) Like, yeah, this memory I have the other day. Dude, he'll be like, that happened like a week ago. Three months ago. He's like, oh, that happened yesterday. So the way that my brain works with time is based off of memories. Mm -hmm. So, like, the more memories I make, the slower time feels like it's going. Therefore, like, the more time I feel like it's passing. Um, and like the less memories I make, the faster time goes. So I feel like less time is passing. Hmm. Um, it's fake anyway, so. Every day is one continuous experience because of our graveyard. I <laughs> felt that. Yeah. Bro, you go in with a, it's just bright all the time. <laughs> Why is the sun always out? 
I like the sun. Yeah. The sun is good. It's great for you. Yes. It's Big gonna. Fair. It'll kill you and give you cancer layers, and make you wrinkly. But it's great for us. Yeah, okay. what if oxygen's poisonous and it just takes a hundred years to kill you? I mean, technically, oxygen is poisonous. If you put yourself in a room with only oxygen, you would end up dying. You need that carbon. Because you can't exhale. Yeah. You, want, you want to remember to exhale because it isn't the... I wish I didn't exhale. the, like, buildup of carbon dioxide in your blood that makes you want to exhale. There was a... I was playing a video game one time where they used to talk about walking around on a planet that was so cold that the carbon would freeze out of the air. So he'd forget to exhale, like he was literally like he couldn't breathe. That's dope. And I was like, that's fucking wicked, bro. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. But, because I, I like the Kaibalian, I just, I do have like that, you know, written by the three initiates, but it's like this one dude, like this William Atkinson dude. And it's like, so the whole time he's trying to like play it up and put it it's like an entry level into like hermetic knowledge yeah like but that's like the whole point you, yeah it's, just considering that it's like the new modern age and those things for a while were not like widely accepted and you would actually get persecuted for even talking about it yeah. even yeah. thinking about it like um and there's like because i i think i was talking to you or like when we had like the phone call about they have that one line about they want it to be esoteric so that way not too many people know about it because the more people that know about it, the more like crystallized it can get into like a doctrine. And then you can use that doctrine to like manipulate and control people. Yeah. Um, and like for me, like the example that I thought of was like the Crusades when you've got these literal Templars with like doctrines drilled in, into their heads from like youth into like that these p places that you're going, that these women and children are evil and need to be cleansed from the planet because their beliefs are different than yours. And then you're going to burn their libraries while you're at it. Um, it's just like this, like... And, like, they really wanted to avoid that. And, like, so shout out to this fucking Atkinson nerd for, like, trying to be, like, a little bit, like, hey, just, like, it ain't that deep. It ain't that deep. You don't need to go kill anybody for it. Um, yeah. and it's it, like, what's funny is this actually loops back to the Waco situation. Yeah. Like there was no reason for like the whole, essentially the, the, the massacre or like burning of yeah. people to happen. But, um, I mean like, yeah, you're, the ATF you're was just like, well, they're not uh, complying. So, and we don't really care. So, I mean like they're basically a call. I mean, do we really care about cults in America? Yeah. And that, that's basically what like the, um, news footage was. The number one killer of Americans, like the biggest event that killed the most Americans before 9-11 was Jamestown. Let's hear some. Drink the Kool-Aid. Oh. Yeah. Oh, the I do know what that is. I do yeah. know what that is, yeah. So like, like the shoes. But like that's, you know, that was during my dad's lifetime, I think, was like Jamestown. And 9-11 wasn't that long after. But like, so like... All of you, all of American history. And then you got this one psychopath taking a bunch of American sons and daughters from their country to another country. And when they have, when you know, the American people get worried about all these people, send like an advisor out there to go check on them. They murder the advisor, and then they're like, "All right, well, they're gonna come fucking shut us all down. So we all gotta kill each other now, because this is like they're gonna try and impinge on our freedoms, and this is a protest." And it's like, he's literally just a psychopath. 
I mean, because it's not, it wasn't mass murder. People were shot in the head and people were forced to drink that shit. Oh, they were? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It was like a they killed their pet head. monkey, bro. They had a pet monkey? Yeah. Holy shit. They killed their fucking pet monkey, bro. It's like you're going to, dog. I was so mad about no. that. Oh, they killed a monkey. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Jamestown is the number one killer of Americans before 9-11. So, like, that is a really, I mean, if Waco, if they're playing on that, like, yo, this is a call, like, that's like saying, hey, these are terrorists after 9-11. Like, it's, it's really easy to play on the fear of these people. Um, the Patriot Act was only supposed to be a temporary thing. They're still digging in our privacy because of 9-11, two decades later. But that's neither here nor there. Dude, it's, how shit's going right now is, like, too frustrating well, to even... <sighs> I don't even want to dig yeah, into this. Yeah, no, exactly. Because I fucking so listened to this, I, this podcast, the the one that I shared, and towards the end it was talking about how, like, the Supreme Court's trying to take away. Like, they basically declared, like, the human, like, an American's right to privacy was made up. We have no right to privacy. And it was made up by, like, justices in the 60s. So I'm like, okay, so I have no right to privacy? I feel like I definitely need one in the modern era when I have a listening device two feet from my fucking head. You're already being recorded, though. I am. Alex Jones proved that. But nobody believed him. I mean, like, I know I am. Because, hi, Bixby. The shit is listening to me all the time. Because if I... How does it know I said hi, Bixby, just now if it isn't constantly listening? So it's constantly fucking hearing me. It's constantly listening. And if I have no right to privacy, what's to stop the government from just outright saying in laws, hey, yeah, we're listening to your phone all the time. Hey, yeah, we're using it to try and catch well, terrorists. Don't say you're going to assassinate a president. We'll show up at your house well, and check on you. Well, another thing like with the Roe v. Wade thing happening. A lot of apps have been coming out where it's like, hey, we are not selling your data because we know that there could be a chance that you could be arrested for trying to get abortion pills. Because they're literally looking for people with uteruses to it's, ban, bro, you know, find them In the them 60s, the not having a right to privacy, not a big deal. Like, yeah. there wasn't as many listening devices everywhere. At the birth of America in 1776, having a right to privacy, not a big deal. But you still kind of do in the, like, you don't have to store soldiers in your house. Yeah. And if that isn't, like, a little bit of a right to be, to having private stuff, having a private place, mm-hmm. like... I own this house. It should be my private place where nobody knows what the fuck I'm doing in it unless I'm told. Yeah. You know? And, like, for them to just make... So, for these justices to just deny a right to privacy... Like, a fucking American right, bro. That's almost a human right. Privacy? Like, yeah. Like, to just, like, get to go sit in a corner by yourself and not get stared at the whole time. To go, like off to the top of a mountain and scream fuck the world and not get the whole world ganging up on you for it you know that's like you people deserve to vent like imagine going around every single american's diary and reading that shit fuck yeah dude it should be interesting that would be kind of interesting not even gonna lie but it's just like that level of invasion and to like not think that like yeah i hate that like this like right that women have had is being taken away but like even bigger than that, the foundation that it was built on is being attacked. Yeah. It's like this, like right to privacy, the right to like. Well, the issue is that it's going to bleed into other fu- rights that we well, have. Well, right you know now. what else is bur- based on the right to privacy is like gay marriage. No, yeah, that's I what mean, I mean. It's bleeding into bigger problems. So like these, we barely these had that right. It's only been since bro. like 
to the name. They need to get the fuck out because they're like on a lifetime fucking goal like that. When you have like your whole life, and it's not that you're trying to attack abortion; it's that you're trying to attack our right to privacy. And you're just gonna slowly get everything, and then well, we're all freaking out about all these things no, that mean a lot to us. Then you're gonna fucking get this thing listening to me twenty four seven. And I'll be freaking out about something else, not thinking about how this thing's listening to me. Yeah. But it's Sweaty. like, it's like the, the whole point of, like, our government is for it to, like, work for us. Like, we give up our sovereignty so they will, like, like, help us, right? And, like, govern stuff. Define sovereignty. Oh, sovereignty, like, like, our, our, uh, like, our almost, almost free will, but not free will. Like, because we have to listen to the right? Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, but, like, we are only have to listen to laws because we have given up our sovereignty, right? Um, to the government. But that's the trade. That's the trade. I learned it in the class. But, uh, <laughs> that is the trade. And I feel like as soon as it doesn't... Well, because it's not anarchy. It's also, it's also our, uh, in our rights to overthrow our constitution Well, that's and what our the government. Second Amendment's for. Yeah. The First Amendment's a great idea, and the second one's in case the first one doesn't work. Yeah. Exactly. We'll We're gonna take back. a break. We'll see you guys in a minute. Yeah. I gotta like. Go check out the Instagram, <laughs> Intro Avenue. Go check out the Discord, Intro, Intro Avenue. Avenue. <laughs> Go check out other platforms. Intro Avenue? Yeah. Are we on iHeart? I hope so. Yeah, I don't know. If we're on iHeart, please comment and let us know. Because yeah. yeah. I actually don't, and I never use that app. And somebody asked me the other day, and I was like, for the I first heard. time in months, yeah. I was like, no one uses iHeart. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't heard of iHeart in so long. Yeah. But, but iHeart. iTunes. I mean, we were on Google we'll Podcasts. I'm sure we're on iHeart. If we're not on iHeart, let me know so I can, I can hook it up. Yeah. Go go recommend some dino stuff on this. Oh yeah, one. check out the dinos. This week dinos should be custom one. And Intro Avenue. Shout out to Zach. Recommended a beanie, blue beanie. I got. Yeah, that you. was really cool. I like the I like the custom dinos that you made. You gave me like four this week. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I like the um, glasses. The glasses is always good. That one's been in the works. So yeah. That one's really good. All right. Thank you. So, Instagram Intro Avenue. YouTube. Intro Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? Promote, promote something. You want to promote oh, something? Well, yeah, you yeah, got to use the Discord. I feel bad for being the only person to actually. <laughs> yeah, you should use the Discord, and I should log in to the I Discord. Just, I know you guys saw my suggestion for the movie. I know you haven't watched it. What movie? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we should go to the Discord. I had a little in. heart. Yeah, go go interact with Caleb on the Discord. He's lonely. <laughs> it's great. It's great, and like we got cool. This is guys out there. Like we got cool people on the Discord. Recommending cool books and shit. You could feature on the podcast if you're cool enough. Yeah. Got to be cool enough though. Yeah. Sorry. You gotta be knowledgeable. All right. Well, <laughs> have a good one. We'll see you after the break. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for uh, staying tuned. Um, we appreciate it. It's like ten seconds for you. Like, uh, <laughs> no, but like, we really appreciate it. No, but like, like for thank, real, thank, like, you thank you for being here Ooh, and listening. Thank you. You're, I love you. Appreciation. I, I right personally there. love you personally. Personally. Especially Jesse. Yeah. Those pairs are You just want to shout him out. Yeah. No, because I love Jesse. <laughs> shut them fools out. Yeah, shut your hoes out. Go for oh, it. Oh, like for Lenny it. and Carlos and. He's <laughs> like on the news. Yeah, Lenny from Fresno. Shout out my moms. <laughs> yeah, I'll send him the video and tell him I love him because I do love him. And uh, not in a gay way, but maybe. Maybe. Depends yeah. on like if we have our socks on. 
Yeah. <laughs> Shout out uh, to Jesse, Carlos. Who else? Lenny. Yeah. There you uh, go. Yeah. There Lenny. you go. Okay, shout out. So shout out. you ever had like, when I was younger, I used to be like, man, I had a very Newtonian experience of like life. Like everything can kind of be explained by like physics and like pretty basic, like, okay, things go up, things go down. Um, I didn't really run into ghosts. I didn't really, you know, like have too many like godly experiences. Um, till I started meditating more and then you start like, and then I started seeing like, shadows walking around and shit and like entities like feeling like they're sucking fear straight out of me um and then it's like i'm just wondering like if you had any similar experiences where it's just like i don't even fucking so understand what let, let me tell you a little lore about like me being a kid um i spent a lot of time with my grandfather and he was a chemist after vietnam the way that he talked about chemistry was one of the most interesting things for me to just hear as a kid. He, like, it's not that special now if you actually know chemistry, but, like, he would be able to tell you for fireworks because we're filming on 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. ah, he, he would be able July. to tell you the exact metals that were within the firework itself that would create the color. That's really cool. Well, because, like, every element, like, when it... They burn it, different colors. When it's excited, especially gas, it'll do different colors. Hence, neon, it usually gives you that nice purple. But, like, oxygen, I believe, gives you blue. I think carbon gives you... Yeah, because oh, you were telling me... It gives. You were telling me one time... Uh, Argon's red, I believe. About your grandfather and, like, him it's being all those a chemist. gases, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they'd be lighting up different colors. Were she saying, like, um... Because, like, like, if you look, everything's, like, really perfect. Yeah, uh, well, that's the cool thing about the periodic table is it, even though we ended up creating the representation of it, it, everything fit perfectly exactly how it should. And we were able to predict things that we didn't even know that existed yet. And, like, the fact that everything fits so perfectly, like, the pieces fit, um... It it makes you think that, like, something had to create it. It didn't just come into being. It's too well thought out for it to just simply, like, happen. Yeah. Period. Well, you probably know more about that than I do. I don't be thinking about the periodic table much since I got out of chemistry class. I love chemistry, but, like, I'm a bit rusty because I haven't been in college for a while, so. It's, um, yeah, I mean, like, there's, like, those man-made elements on the bottom. That shit's crazy. Yeah. That, that don't make no fucking sense. Emerald Tablet was made out of one of those. My money's on it. <laughs> and it just... It, probably, like, the it's got 155, like, protons in that bitch. There's a stone, and I, I can't remember which museum it is, but it's like, a, it's like a pyramid almost, and it's like the little corner of the pyramid is, like, cut off. And, like, we've tried to cut it, and we can't cut it. Like, we, we don't know... Or the crystal skulls. What it is. Like, all those, like, crystal skulls that they, like, made the Indiana Jones movie about. I haven't seen it. Yeah, basically, yeah. we don't have material that's dense enough to... Be cut like that? Yeah. Into that, like, form. Yeah. But so then it is broken, though, so, it, like, what what broke it? Um, <laughs> so it's, like, well, there's weird. a bunch of crystal skulls. Not that. What else? Like, oh, well, the, the pyramid yeah, thing? Though. Is it broken or cut? It's it's broken. It's not, like, a clean cut. Um, yeah, but it was just weird. I just thought about it. Um, I just, uh, I just watched the movie, like, The Eternals. Fucking Marvel is in, like, uh, 
descend, bro. They are just spiraling. Movie after movie, I'm just like, you're, you're going to lose so much of your audience by just making the Marvel movies gorier like they did in the new Doctor Strange. Why? Because you're not going to take your kids to go see that. Oh, true. You know, but that's a like new cares? audience. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I just, I really like the movie. I just don't, I think the, like, eight-year-old me growing up and, like, loving Spider-Man and shit, I would not have enjoyed watching Black Bolt's Mouth and, like, just that level of gore as, like, an eight-year-old. I'm like, Phew. Oh, I was totally different as a kid. I loved Gears of War and, like, Halo, and then I played the crap out of Warcraft 3, which I don't know if you've actually played it, but, yeah. like, all the old RTS games, like, the corpses themselves would, like, decay, like, over time, and as a kid, I thought that was, like, the coolest thing ever. It's so cool when games just do stuff, though, but, like, they just throw little things, and they're, like... Like, gore never really bothered me. What was, um... Yeah, I just... I'm, like... Especially, like... Because in video games, it's really easy to tell that it's not real. Yeah. And, like, that Doctor Strange movie, it, it looks like you're watching that happen to a person. And, like, there is, like, if you ever, I don't, you're, my brain is not developed enough to look at a TV screen and the stuff on it and not know that that's real, if it looks real enough. So it's, like, like, video games, like, decay and that kind of stuff, like, that level of gore, I'm like, that's cool, like, yeah, that's what bodies look like, but then, because I'm, like, analoging what I imagined this would look like, but when it's so real that I don't feel like I'm imagining and comparing, I'm just witnessing like gore and like bodies being mangled i'm like oh my god that poor person my, my brain my body is like hey people are in danger you need to run <laughs> it sounds like you're more immersed in movies than your games which is kind of interesting i definitely like, a good movie definitely sucks so me in. i mean most everyone like gets a bit squeamish at this scene i don't uh, i like body horror horror but like i don't like it but that's why i do because it actually gets me to react and i like that kind of thing um obviously like the super duper famous scene from like dead space 2 of like isaac's eye getting yeah just in slowly like and then yeah. just stabbing it like that makes me uncomfortable every single time yeah. but like even evil dead like the original one uh scared the sh crap out of me i mean uh, what was there it was one movie when there was like might have been like Evil Dead or something like that, but it was like raining blood, and like this demon just comes out of nowhere, and this girl's just like scared as fuck for her life while this demon. And like earlier in the movie, there's people like pouring boiling hot water over themselves. And yeah, stuff. that that was the remake. Oh my god, that movie was horrific. I remember I remember watching that as a kid, and I was just like, nope, fuck that, because it's raining blood while also terrified for your life of this like monster crawling at you after your friends have done some fucked up body mutilation shit to themselves it's just like so not natural and unhuman like when because it's like you know something hurting you a monster hurting you that makes sense but a monster getting in your head and getting you to pour boiling hot water over yourself to the point that you have boils on your skin Yikes. that's like how do you fight that how do you deal with that at that point i'm finding the nearest gun and using it on myself <laughs> like i'm done with this yeah. peace out yeah, it sucks when, like, because, like, Freddy Krueger gets in your head. Yeah, in your, in your dreams. That's, like, so scary. You can't even run. Can't even sleep. Can't even sleep. And then eventually you do sleep. But why do we sleep? What the fuck is that? No, right, though? It's like, why? your brain. No, but it's, like, we literally just, like, trip out for a couple hours when we go to bed and, like, dream. 
and just make shit up in our head and like watch it. It's the spinal well, and it's like, crazy. what the fuck is that? We really it's so crazy. It's literally to cleanse your brain from the spinal fluid. Once it, you get into your REM cycle, the spinal fluid goes up and it cleanses every detox that you're having. And it also helps uh, repair like your cells and it gives your yeah. body an actual time to rest. My stepmom is actually a sleep technician, so she does this stuff. That's kind of neat. It takes like. Because I know, like, we'd be healing better, but, like, if I eat right and I drink water and I yeah, don't get any Yeah, but you're still going to hallucinate after three to four days of not yeah, sleeping. Yeah, also, uh, being super... Well, we practice, to go uh, the crazy. equivalent of being under, like, uh, 3% alcohol. It's like a lot of alcohol. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, it's more dangerous to drive tired than drunk. And I can say I've driven off the road multiple times while driving tired, falling asleep at the wheel and waking up on the side of the road. Take a fucking nap, be late to work. Save your life and other people's. Like, it's not a joke. It's a PSA? Yeah, yeah a PSA. it really is, because it's the most fucking scary thing in the world to wake up going 60 miles an hour not on the road. Just don't fall asleep. Easy. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> Smoke cigarettes and crack on your way to work rather than falling Sleep asleep. Sleep is important. I dig it. Yeah. I like hallucinating for like eight hours a night have some whack-ass dreams. My writing becomes more creative when I don't sleep. Yeah, I because you're, like, intoxicated oh, with like paranoia madness. and hallucinogens. Um, I don't know, get too like, paranoid. It's more like I'm reaching a part of me that I never really, like... Drugs will do to, that. I know. Don't <laughs> do drugs. Full sleep and do drugs. I don't know why, but the first time I did LSD, I decided to play Civ Six, And I was, like, playing it, and I was ten turns ahead of my... Of yourself? In, in my own head. You're like, I'm playing but, chess right now. Yeah, no, it, it literally felt like a game of chess, and I was getting, like, so far ahead of myself, I was like, I gotta stop. Yeah. Yeah. Felt that. I've wanted to play a horror game while on LSD, but then everybody's just like, don't do it. But I like being scared, so... No, but, like, the last thing you want to do is, like, trigger, like, a spiral. Um, yeah. Because I've had it when I've literally just been hanging out with people, and I will just be talking, and I'll mention... I'll say the word heroin. Bro. And, like, it, like... It hits the air and like it changes the whole air and this person in front of me just starts crying and just like because it's like that word carried so much power with him that he just started getting like overwhelmed thinking of like all of his experiences in his life with like his mother and blah 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 he's got bad experiences with that and it like just hits him so hard and I can't hit him with the light. Oh no, it's fine. Like it's okay. Like don't even worry. I just, just treated him like he was a normal person. Like like he didn't even do anything. Like I was just like all right, he's crying now. And I was just continued talking. I try to gently steer the subject in a different direction. But, like, I can't act like anything he's doing is wrong. I can't tell him that it's okay because it's obviously not okay looking at him. Yeah. You just let people be people and you move on. And, like, you kind of just ride the wave. You got to be surfing. It's interesting that, like, certain just extremely specific stimuli can end up, like, essentially shutting you down or, like, making you freeze. Um, Have you ever actually experienced that in yourself? Um, once I was very close, I saw like a bug when I was very like out of my mind. Um, and then everything started to look like bugs. Like the little specks on my like windows were looking like bugs and then like they were moving and then like every little piece of fabric looked like a bug. So it's just like this swarm of insects everywhere and it's just such a like gross, icky, uncomfortable feeling where it's just like... It's like crawling and then just like, oh, it's just so nasty. Um, but then you have like, and I had a, a very nice individual there to help me. Um, shout out to the cameraman. 
And they were just like, no, 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 that's just a bug. It's just one. And then, like, I'm kind of freaking out. And they're like, no, it's just string. They're just dots. And they're just, like, basically just reassuring. I'm like, no, no, it's okay. It's but okay. it turns out they were bugs. There was a there was, ton of bugs in the car. There was, like, two bugs, bro. There was, <laughs> not, like, I'm pretty sure those were fucking bugs. <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> there were hella bugs. But that's not the, the best thing to think yeah, about. Yeah, to be thinking about. Or, like, because they're not gonna find I've even, shit. um... No I'll get into like loops, bro, and I'll have oh, like yeah. this um like imagine like microscopic view of like a part like head, like or like any part of your body and just hair. Just oh, continuously running like running and going and going. How are we running out of battery already? Bro, it's it was literally green, full. right? Yeah. Damn. And when I put it in it was full. Alright, well hello. It's still um, going. Yeah, yeah. You, I think you should stop it and start it real quick, though, just to keep what we have so far. Okay. Um, just to make sure. Yeah, so do that. <laughs> Did you start? Yeah, I stopped it. it yeah, start again. Because then if this gets corrupted, then we won't lose as much. Uh -huh. um, but, because that happened once where we were, like, recording and then the camera died on us and we lost, like, fucking 40 minutes. Really? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah bro, it sucked. I feel like the only... The only time I felt like similar to like kind of that I went to Tahoe and we were swimming and I just I just was I started like noticing like the shadows the rocks were creating like under the water and I just asked my friend I was like I was like what do I do about the shadows because it was like freaking me out a little and she said don't think about it and then I was better and I was fine yeah it's it. crazy how much like and then one also thought. one thought and then once you get out of it you're like what was i even freaking out about and then you start thinking about it don't do like, that oh wait do that. yeah like, that just, i was freaking yeah. out about that like even talking about the on. bugs yeah. now and like the hair now just i kind of get like a little yeah. like no i don't need those like repeated thoughts of like bugs everywhere of like hair i don't everywhere. think i've taken enough to experience that yet it, i've never hallucinated on it I've I never hallucinated. I feel calm. My imagination is just kind of the same. I don't get visual. I kind of get the same, like, sleep-deprived type of hallucinations. Things Whereas, are just like, wavy, and you can see the hexagon patterns in the bro, hair. I would play, um, like, Rust. It's like a game where you... I've played Rust. Yeah. So I, played I got Rust. a computer. <laughs> I'd play it for, like, eight hours, and then I'd go to work, and I'd come back, and I'd play it for four, and then I'd sleep for three, and then I'd go back to work. And, bro, you start doing... When you play that game for long enough, you start thinking the blades of grass in the game are enemies. Because you're just so scared. Because you've got all this cool shit on you that you've worked so hard for. And, like, any one random can just walk up and shoot you. So you got to be... You need to see them before they see you. So my brain just says, like, oh, wait, that's a, that's a, that's a person. And I'm like, wait, no. Okay, it's grass. We're good. And I think my brain would rather me just look at grass like it's an enemy and then, you know, look away and be safe. Than like not look at grass like an enemy and then get shot by something I don't see. But like what was crazy is you get sleep deprived enough, you play enough that when you're outside, and our video just died, but when you're outside and you see some fucking blade of grass and you think it's a guy in rust sneaking up on you, that's like you should probably mellow out on the video games a little bit. Yeah. If you're like thinking that you're getting about to get shot by an AK-47 in the Denny's like drive through because like there's a bush that a looks like Denny's a person bruh literally <laughs> I was like I think I've been playing too much video games um, but also not getting enough sleep because it's like your brain wants to take shortcuts all the time We're, our brain's super lazy it yeah. is a very powerful machine running on very little electricity yeah, really. but it does not want to use any of it ever I didn't they, I didn't realize how much sleep like affected mood bro like that shit really Bruh. 
has a hold on stuff. I've I've been medicated before, and that has less of an effect than sleep. Yeah, no, medicine was really helpful. Well, you were taking different meds than I was. I would, that is very true. <laughs> <laughs> so what have we learned about the Kabbalion? Yeah, it's kind of, it keeps uh, going off uh, Way kilter. Off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys did keep having too. interesting conversations, and it kind of sucks to try to like steer you guys well, back. These are how guest episodes. Yeah, yeah, guest episodes don't really matter. Like, hey, hey, <laughs> 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 whoa! Yeah, they're so in the sense, I don't matter. In the sense, in the sense of like the topic can oh really be like, look, we have but some. There work. was a goal in mind. We did have a goal. Kind so of. It was written by a single dude. Oh, okay. William Atkinson. Not three people. Not three brothers. That's just a rumor. That's, yeah. That's a, that's a myth. But if you manifest it in, uh, that it was three people, then it was three people. He's, everything you think is both correct and incorrect. Yeah. Um, you said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the um, Carbalion is a pretty good intro to like these like deeper hermetic understandings it's similar to like a child's solar system i think is a good comparison beyond the seven principles what else does the book cover alchemy right is that what you want or does it go in depth it it mainly talks about like raising your own vibration and what you can end up doing by like using mentalism in your own mind to manifest like what you want out of your life Mm -hmm. That's like the biggest do thing. They about the over, do they do affirmations as well, or just manifesting? Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure the manifestations themselves are supposed the to be the affirmations. Yeah. And I mean, if we want to talk about like the thirteen emerald tablets a little bit, I haven't read every single one, but. Well, you've read what we. I've think read up to ten. The fifteen translation of an emerald tablet that we've never really seen. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be hoopla, but does it really matter whether or not it yeah, is or isn't? Like, if you're getting something out of yeah, it... Yeah, I agree with that. That's it's, what matters. Like, it's the same thing with, like, the Kybellion and the whole argument of, like, well, it's proposers. Like, yeah, sure, but if you're getting something from it, that's what matters more. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the 13 Emerald Tablets, what it mainly talked about is, like, follow, uh, like, Hermes or Thoth, uh, Thoth's teachings and you will end up like freeing yourself and igniting your own flame within you. But they make it a point that this is a very tiny community. Uh, esoteric. Yeah. Yeah. But they're like, it's not so much that of like the Crusades or Christianity where they're trying to, you know, have prophets all around the world. If anybody thinks different, it's much more personal and less yeah. about like. They say like it'll the come to world. you when yeah. it's ready, and then you'll understand. Well, there's um, it's I like can't remember what knowledge. song it was, but it's like talking about how like, um, you know, it's like I was taught how to find God on my own, because mm-hmm. um, if like, and that's. My my parents were kind of religious, yeah. and kind of is like an over-exaggeration of how religious they were. My dad was definitely not super, and neither was my mom. Like, mm-hmm. I went to church not a lot, but like, there's still like, I mean, you look outside and you look at trees and stuff, you're like, something's going on. There's something bigger than me going on out here. Yeah. Um, and like... Getting to that by myself through like meditation and like l- applying scientific principles to bigger concepts that like I do have questions about like the origin of the universe and like the nature of movement in a like universe like 
And so it's like when you just kind of take little things and apply little principles to big things, and then you kind of... I feel like religion should have just stayed as philosophy. And everything would be so much better. Well, at the same time, it still is. Yeah, but it didn't yeah, uh, progress that way. Which, in a funny irony, like, Christianity's n- known for, like, being really anti-science, but a lot of the science that we know is actually thanks yeah. to Christianity itself. Yeah. Shout out to Galileo, who got burnt up a stake or something. Shout out. Was it Galileo, or... He just got exiled for saying the Earth was round, right? I don't remember. Yeah. It was, the sun. It was, the, it was that we weren't the center of the universe. Yeah. Well, the, the main philosopher that I really enjoyed from that time was Thoreau, which is, I think, therefore I am. Classic. Yep. I thought Billie Eilish came up with that. That's that's a common misunderstanding. I thought that, yeah, I thought the that was yeah. her. The funniest meme I've ever seen as somebody who likes philosophy is just Thoreau going, I don't think, and then he just disappears. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, yeah, like the Kaibai, great book. I think it's worth the read, but in the same way that, like, the Satanic Bible's worth the read. Or like, the Bible. Or the Bible's worth the read. It's, it's just like, an introduction to something don't bigger. Don't take every single word in it as fact. Don't take take it. Well, and that's then, ridiculous to do that anyway, because yeah, it's one source. Take it with a grain of salt. Like, the, my kind of general, I have one big principle for small things that I apply to big things is, like, the law of averages. Um, so if you take, like, something like guesses of how many jelly beans are in a jar and you get the more guesses you get by more people you average those guesses out the more accurate that average is going to be um that's how insurance companies make their money that's how like that's how like all the richest people in the world be making their money they just are like "Ah, i got a 70 percent chance let's just give it to everyone um oh yeah but what was i going with this i don't know you guys also never really talked about like how everything is gendered like that was they one of the big part. Yeah, like that's one of the biggest things. Is like, I, I mean, you talked about the feminine and masculine energies, but like the masculine energy would be like the Chad meme of like just do it or like no. Yeah. Like, uh, but then like the feminine energy is more so like living in the moment and just appreciating what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Being present. And like one of the biggest There's takeaways no- is you have to have that nice happy medium of where. You're not really worried about everything else that's going on. Just live right now, but also do what you need to do. Another yeah. big takeaway is just be ready to let go of what you currently believe because it's holding you back. Yeah, because we kind of talked about like the balance of them when we referred to like the Midnight Gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, and in like the first couple episodes, Clancy is super feminine. It's like very divine feminine, very like in the moment, very like got his thoughts got his podcast got his like but he doesn't do any maintenance on his pod on his equipment he doesn't do any maintenance on his relationships with his sister he's just so present that he never does any of the things that he needs to do in the future so like he's got no divine masculine with him but he thinks that he's like enlightened because he's got all these bigger thoughts and he's like doing his podcast and like being in the moment and being present but like that's only half the story um, because you have to do like as above so below and if like you know if your physical material world is messy as above so below as below so above your material world's messy your mental world is messy so. that's so true it's i heard a thing and it was like 
your environment is the the best mirror yeah. to your your inside world. And you can have a very direct effect on your environment by just moving stuff around in it. Whether or not you like Jordan Peterson, but that's like one of like his biggest things for like putting together like your life. It's like the twelve rules or whatever. One of the biggest ones is like clean up your room. People yeah. will like crap on it and be like, oh no, that's stupid. But it's because they don't want to look into it more and yeah. realize that like it's cleaning up your room shows that you take at least a little bit of pride in yourself and your belongings and what you will end up noticing is you like the what you end up coming back to and yeah, if you like nice. what you come back to well, you'll same thing with your brain, be bro. happier. Like if you have a messy brain you don't want to go in there all the time. Like, you don't want to go back to that shit. I enjoy coming into my room after a long day's of work and not seeing a bunch of trash stored right there, which is where I store all my trash. So it's like, I just, like, give it a few weeks and I just got trash kind of on every surface. I got little bags in the corners and it's like, I walk in and I'm like, fuck, I gotta take that downstairs. And then I lay down and don't. I think I know I gotta do it. But, like, Divine Feminine is a little strong at the moment, so I'm just gonna lay down and chill. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, but like, if you're just a divine masculine, bro, you are no fun at a party. Fuck you. <laughs> just like, like, you're at the party, like, taxes and, uh, invest. Patrick Bateman. And, like, uh, you know. You need more chat energy. <laughs> just do it. Fuck it. More chat energy. Yeah, like, truck four beers or something, or, like, drink two, four locos. Isn't chat the term that incels use? Uh, yeah. Yeah, but like, no. I mean, it didn't come from insults. Yeah, it didn't come from insults, but now they use it. But they use it in the community because they make fun of chads because it's like. You have a, an advantage. They're like, me. oh, like, chads aren't fair because they were born mask, like, really strong and, like, they're, like, chiseled. And then, like, insults will look at chads as, like, an unfair. With their neck beards and their fedoras. Yeah. And, like, like, chads only care about, like, essentially just doing rather than, like, thinking and, like, yeah, they're, they're just like dumb They're, they're like tools. That. You know, they're good for one thing. Yeah. I was doing stuff. <laughs> Fuck insults, bro. Fucking nasty motherfuckers. I'm not a fan. I, I did like the new Batman movie, though. <laughs> Incel media? Love it. Yeah, like the music? The, the, oh, man, yeah. the male manipulator music? No. I wish r slash incel still existed. There's <laughs> probably a good reason it doesn't. <laughs> it was funny, though. <laughs> I, I bet you got 4chan for that. It was really funny. It's really oh, 4chan is so community of men coming together to shit on women and cry about themselves. Yeah, They'll also shit on each other, which oh. is even funnier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just like stop pointing fingers at each other. Yeah, you're not an incel enough. <laughs> I bet you got laid last year, didn't you? They totally have like contests with it. It's really funny. They're so pathetic, bro. But what was like your guys' biggest takeaway from the Kaibalian? You have to learn to let go. Uh, I learned that from Alan Watts. <laughs> he might have learned it from the Kaibalian. Yeah, because yeah. he was in the... His shit was in the 50s Yo, and 60s. Alan Watts and the Beatles. And honestly, probably this Alan... Or the Art, the Atkinson dude. Oh. Because um, it's like Alan Watts for sure brought over a bunch of Eastern yeah. philosophy and traditions. But before that, the Beatles did that mm-hmm. a lot with yoga. Like, the only reason that we... Do yoga at all in the West is because of the Beatles, Mm -hmm. and I guarantee you they were probably doing different yoga than what we do. They were probably doing the union type shit with yogis and stuff. Well, high crap on acid. Well, did you know? Like I think I've said before, but their first experience with Sid was a dosage from 
Bob Dylan. Oh my god. <laughs> he dosed wow. him at a party. That's hella funny. And they were party drinks. And then they were like, oh fuck. And then they really liked it. But you should never do that's, it with somebody. Yeah, yeah, don't dose people with psychedelics. That was a different time. People that was not a different care. time. <laughs> well, because it's like, I think of my dad, right? And my dad's like 60. So he would have been, what, in his 20s and like the 80s? Because mm-hmm. yeah. my mom was, my mom was like in her 50s and she would have been a teen in her Yeah, 80s. so 80s. like the 60s were... Like right around when he was born, so there's a bunch of acid, then the war on drugs shows up, and then coke's everywhere. Yeah. And my dad loves to talk about how he's done like every drug. No way, really? Yeah. He doesn't give details, he just says he's done a lot of drugs. I feel like I doubt him. Yeah, I feel like he's a poser. He's The only thing he's ever told <laughs> me about drugs though, well, because it's also my mom and dad met smoking weed. Mm-hmm. And my dad didn't really smoke, he was just trying to be cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was he like, a he was a, um, but he had a drink, but I do think he probably tried, like, acid. I do think he probably had to do coke. I mean, you're in the, 80s. in the 80s. You're a 20-year-old in the yeah, 80s, bro. Yeah, my mom had a different experience, though, because she grew up in Mexico and in a, in a, a, a cartel town, basically. Yeah. And she just was like, stay clear from that. Yeah, because it's like that, then you got involved with the cartel and yeah. they'll fucking kill your family. Yeah. Yeah, like... Up here, the worst you're gonna get some fentanyl and you kill yourself. Yeah. You don't get your it's family. Just, yeah, like, it's like a different experience. If you live in Urington, it's meth. Dude, where Pollock is like the meth capital of the United States. Carson? Carson City? <laughs> 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 and meth is cheap, bro. It's everywhere. Dude. Not even, not even yeah, we don't. We, yeah. Um, um, nothing is worth the risk. What? Everything's worth the risk. No, as Living in like, risk. as in like that. Yeah, meth's not worth the meth wor- risk. I are like, oh my god, I disagree, really? I'll disagree with that. Really? Yeah. It's on my do not try list. Would you recommend someone try meth? See, now you put yourself in a very hard situation that you can't get out of until you answer. I don't recommend people do meth, but I but. do. I will say this. Everything you say before the butt is... Okay, no. that's fine, that's fine. Because I feel like... Go live your life, I don't know. Go experience something and learn from it. I, it doesn't have to be meth. The way that Probably I look be meth. at drugs like meth and heroin is like a demon. <laughs> it's like straight up oh. it's like possession um, because it from what I hear it like completely changes who you are and how you act and how you see the world yeah like a demon would if it possessed your body yeah but you're just so and happy you, no but you're like that's what like what's you well, you're like hey demon. demon here's the deal you make me happy I give you my body oh, okay you can pilot it around you can do whatever you want with it I'll even let you in more and more because of how happy you make me Mm-hmm. And um, how bad you feel afterwards. Yeah, because you're like not there and it's so it's um it's very demonic and to like let give a demon that type of permission to like possess you with like because it's like bro, heroin addicts aren't that scary on heroin. It's a sober heroin addict you gotta worry about. Yeah. Cause that guy will fucking you're like, he'll so ch- right. He'll chew your arm Dude, off. you're so right about yeah. that. I mean, have you guys seen Requiem for a Dream? Nope. Dude, I was just talking about that the other day. I still haven't seen it because I know it's hard to watch, and I'm scared to watch it. I'm not getting very attached, and I have an emotional breakdown. So, like, the movie's intense, but at the same time, you could actually take it as, like, a comedy in a way. Because of how, like, almost ridiculous it gets. Yeah. I just know people are like, this is a really good movie, but I'll never watch it again. 
Yeah. Like, that's the biggest takeaway. I watched it once. That's I how I feel about listening to We Cry Together. I love that song. That shit's so fun. I, I, I will only ever be able to watch that documentary once, though. I have to watch that shit. Uh, you know where it is? Where can I watch it? You can watch it on YouTube. What's See, it called? That's always a sketchy shit. When you can watch that shit on YouTube, you know it's gonna be. Really I mean, you can totally exactly. yeah, go to uh, go to the guy's wa- uh, website and buy like a DVD if you really wanted to, or a digital copy. But you can watch it on yeah. YouTube. Have you seen Gummo? Hey, Gummo. Oh my god! I'll uh, never watch that movie again. Isn't it on uh, Netflix? I don't no? think so. Okay. I think it's on TV? anything. Can you hold it it's hard to watch. It's one of those where it's like, oh, good movie, never watch it again. No, well, there, like, there are a lot of movies like that. Though. That's yeah. the big sad for like a good mystery movie. You just turn the Xbox on. It's okay. Like a good mystery movie, my biggest like sadness is I can never watch it again. Oh, it's never gonna be the same. It's, yeah, because yeah. it's like I'm never gonna be like I, watching it. Like, who the fuck is it? I, who did it? I have that issue with music. Yeah. I'll never get to like experience what it was like for me in high school to like listen to Nirvana like really for the first time, yeah. and now I'm experiencing that with Duel, and uh, so I'm like trying to really limit myself for like how much of their catalog I end up listening to. But I already have three, their five albums. That's cool. And there's only two left to go. I do not get that way with music. I um, I still get the same feeling. Well, it's because it's like I can listen to music the same way I can like watch Midnight Gospel sometimes. But it's not all music. Like, you can just it, hear different it's, meanings It's the in it. feeling of discovery. Yeah. Like, the first time where you're doing a really big, deep dive on, like, a whole album. And, like, That's fair. I'll never get to, like, deep dive into say. Pink is Better by Token again. And, like, I feel like you have to talk to him. Yeah, I guess it's <laughs> Like, I, I mean, one of my other favorite albums is uh, Mad Seasons Above, which is just all about drug abuse. That's all it is. Dude, Mad Season is so fucking good. I will admit, when I did discover that album, it did hurt because I couldn't discover it again. Yeah, no. <laughs> that was uh, but so good. Lane just went off, bro. I'm sure you've listened to, like, the live, like, um, uh, fucking concert. Like, listening to that and then comparing it to the studio... Like, the studio's good. It's good, but the but rawness and the The rawness yeah. in that was just... Well, also, like, uh, Lane's addictions were severe in 95, and then he came together to make this band when he was neglecting Alice in Chains, and just to go off on his fucking addiction still is just really sad. But yeah. It's really good. Uh, and I also really like Mark Lanigan, like, coming in for a few of the tracks, too. Yeah. It's really sad that he passed away this year. Yeah. I was genuinely because I'm like I don't want to see that person and now you like, never will. Now, now, now I never in the will. Void. Yeah, it's just another one like Blind Melon. I feel about X. I didn't really discover X until after he died, but I'll never get to hear him in concert. Nope. My lead at Tesla was at Rolling Loud. Like you know the picture with X where he's like all fucking shredded with like two buns in his fucking hair. Yeah, he was in the crowd in that picture. That's fucking crazy. I'm hella weird. I mainly only listen to like rock and alternative rock although i do listen to like synth wave synth yeah i've been getting the glitch core recently glitch core's fire dude it goes hard you gotta go to some more raves ridiculous they've been getting into glitch core at raves a lot and it hits really well it goes so hard it does it just stimulates the brain in a certain kind of way i put i made a whole playlist called cokehead for that yeah wait did we uh, did everybody say what they got out of the kaibalian no, no. I was interrupted. And then I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, I do remember what I was going to say. Mental um, transmutation with alchemy mm-hmm. is something that didn't connect until those words were like brought together. 
to form that sentence. And I was like, oh, fuck, like, that's really fucking dope. And you could just do that with these principles. Also, just, like, day-to-day, just having a lot of power over your Here's a, a, a line from a tool song called The, the Crutch. It's really nice. good. Um, but, like, uh, one of the big lines in it is uh, transmutate these letting grudges into gold. Yeah, that's Essentially dope. something that's more valuable, letting go of it to create something better yeah yeah and you can you have that power and ability well, to do it and there's so much pride in like how you feel like without even like realizing because i i said this kind of like i i said it to alma yesterday it was like this old meme where it's like yo if somebody took if you had eighty three thousand dollars and someone took ten dollars from you oh, would yeah, you spend the rest that, of yeah. that money pursuing that person who took ten dollars mm-hmm. to like make them to like justify them taking your ten dollars. No, you win. You've got plenty of extra dollars. Fuck that ten dollars. I'll move on. But like, when you let someone kind of upset you for the whole day and with like a ten second conversation, yeah, like that is what you're doing. And it's a pride thing because it's like they hurt me. They took my ten dollars. I'm going to like use all this other yeah, thing, all these mean- other resources I have. To, like, show them that what they did is not okay. Yeah. In in therapy, they asked me, um, they were like, what makes a bad day? Because I was just saying, like, I had a bad day, like, whatever. And they're like, what makes a bad day? And I was like, I guess events. Like, that's how I was thinking about it yeah. at the time. And then they just explained it to me in a way that I was just like, I literally don't have to let that, like, yeah. I don't have to carry it with me yeah, all day. Yeah, let, just let it, let it, it happened. Yeah. Look at it, acknowledge it, move on. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't just pretend it didn't happen either not true um you have to look at it and accept that what had happened how did it affect you well that's you. where the mental transmutation would come in is you're now deciding what to do with this brand new which thing degree that popped into of your this brain. vibration do you want to like hang out how are you gonna change it yeah how are you gonna react um, yeah i've been trying not to be so frustrated like in those moments of frustration is the quickest reaction so mm. i'm just trying to like cup, slow like, yourself yeah yeah slow myself down yeah. Well, it's also energy. like, it, but I feel that same as like when you're agitated, everything's heightened, yeah. and then like your br- bro, yeah. even just having ADHD, your, your brain's like firing a fucking yeah. million miles a minute. I can't wait till like, and then you get agitated, and it like makes this like space to respond even smaller, and you're already shooting across it faster than like the average person. Yeah. So it's like a lot of dealing with it is just like, bro. <laughs> My dad made me put on my there. hands one time. Yeah, I mean, you literally... I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's just yeah. to give yourself a little time out, just to, like, give yourself some, like, take the body out of it, just full brain power. Like, just think really hard about just what went down, and then, like, once you're done thinking about it, You like, told me to sit on. down on my hands one time. I did. You were like, go, go get your brain back. Go sit down on your <laughs> yeah. hands. Because it's like, because you start doing shit like this when you're really I know. upset. And then it's like, you, if you... Pacify your hands, your bot, your mind's next. I just don't know what it's to like do with the my same, hands like as above, as without, yeah. so within. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I feel really icky now. I feel like a, I yeah, know. and it's just you're like you're doing this thing with your hands, and that's perpetuating that icky feeling. Oh. Have you guys you heard could of do the, stuff like this? The concept of like your unconscious self, or the shadow. It's uh, coined by like Carl Jung. No. Oh, I know Carl Jung. Yeah, yeah he's he's all about like navigating the mind. He, he also tried to, like, translate the Kabbalah for, like, a modern audience, and that was his main driving cool. force for his own philosophies. Oh. But, uh, I didn't know that. Should not I, I get would... into a huge tangent about the shadow, but the whole concept of the shadow is it's uh, your unconscious self that you, like, 
suppressed as you were growing up, so that way you would be more sociable with other people, mm -hmm. but it never actually comes out because it's not even conscious of itself existing, and the only way that you like self-actualize or become a more whole version of you is by taking the shadow, is by like into stepping into your shadow and incorporating it into yourself. Yeah. There's also yeah. a Tool song about that. It's called Forty Six Two. You guys should check also, it out. Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Right at the very end, he's dabbing up his shadow self. He's oh. like, oh yeah, me and him, we actually got a lot in common. I yeah. almost said that's yeah. my favorite movie, but I'm already an incel, so I didn't want to <laughs> say it was. But it's in my top five. Yeah, but you couldn't remember the shadow I was talking about. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Because are you about? yeah, because it's like that was one of the coolest well, scenes for me. Because in my head, I didn't relate that to his shadow. Because that is, it's his negative yeah. side, and he's just like, okay, I need to like accept this negative side for what it is, and just see like, oh, like oh, we're we're, we're like the same. Yeah, like, we're cool. I hope. And, Bro, like, there is not a single emotion or anything that ever happens within you that isn't trying to help you. Like, fear, aggression, all of these things were evolved with the purpose to keep you alive and safe. Mm -hmm. And, like, if you have, like, heightened levels more than the average person, it is probably because of events that have happened to you in your life that made it so that way you felt more, your body felt more protected in fear. Because then you're gonna like cower, you're gonna hide, you're gonna get away from the danger. Um, but like, it's trying to help you. So it's like when you get older and that like source of fear is gone, but you just lived in it for so long that yeah. it becomes like. We were talking about that with the shame. It becomes like yeah. an anxiety. It like literally follows you everywhere. That's when you gotta like look at it and be like, hey, buddy, like hey, I understand buddy. that like you're here and you came in and you were really trying to protect me and I'm alive. You did a great job. Thanks. Like, I'm safe, and I'm okay, and I'm an adult now, and I figured it all out, and, like, thank you so well, that's much. that's basically shadow work with your childhood self. Yeah, it's like, hey, bro, like, thanks for all the fear. Thanks for keeping me safe all these years, but, like, you're not serving you die me now. <laughs> You're not helping me. I understand that I will experience other stuff in my life where you're going to be helpful. It's like fear. Like, if I'm standing on the edge of a cliff or about to get into a big fight with a guy twice my size, fear is healthy. But when I'm walking down the street, scared that, like, any random person might just start hurting me, that's not a beneficial thing, but it was there installed to try to keep you safe. And treating it like it's an enemy, like it's a villain, treating your fear or, like, these negative feelings like they're just nothing but to get rid of, and they're bad, and they've just had this negative effect on you. It's kind of like a kid. It's like, what do you mean I'm bad? Fuck you. <laughs> like, I do what I want, and I do it proudly. And it's like... If you just are like, yeah, you know what, you have a lot to be proud of. You kept me safe. You did all this stuff. But, like, you can chill. He's like, wait. Yeah. Hold on. I've been doing this for decades. I'm really tired. It's You're telling me I can chill. It's a analogy. You're telling yeah, me yeah, I can chill. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, with that in mind. Thanks for coming to my TED thank, Talk. Thank you for coming to the podcast. <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode. Got, shout out Caleb. Shout out Caleb right he, here. He's Hello. Here. He's got the tool shirt goodbye. on. And can't uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Right yeah. Okay. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. You got, you got any final thoughts? Anybody got any final thoughts? I thought I said up? my final thoughts, yeah, but it turns into good. a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think everybody even expressed what they got out of the book. Um, That's okay. I got to pee. I so we're going to wrap this up. That I had done a lot of good work <laughs> um, personally with meditation because it felt <laughs> confirmed by the Kaibani. Okay. Right. So cool. Now let the poor yeah. person. All right. She's got to pee. Okay. Bye. Everybody, goodbye. Bye. Have a good one. See you next week. We'll have video, I hope.
the battery. Okay. Uh, how's everybody feeling? Yeah, pretty good. You feeling good? You feeling good? You feeling good? Feeling good? More. Go, go. Ew. <laughs> well, that's why we record this. I've really enjoyed this like little two minutes before I actually like start the yeah. podcast because then I can decide whether this goes at the beginning or the end yeah. or like whatever. It's fun to just do that kind of stuff. Okay. Are we ready to start? Is anybody?